three, two, one. Yeah. What it is. What up, though? How we doing? <laughs> that, that was the last one, too. <laughs> I love that. What's the deal, man? How you doing? You know what's going on? You There's know what the deal? You know on, the vibes. Man. You know the vibes. You know the fucking vibes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How y'all boys feeling? You good? Good, man. Great. Never yeah. better. Never better? Never better. Never better. Never better. What movie is that from? Never better, brother. Never better. What uh, movie is that, bro? Don't, don't trivia me. I don't know. Fuck. It's real. I know movie years. I don't remember, like, movies. I feel that. <laughs> Andy, how you feel feeling, that. man? You looking clean with this pimp good, name man. slick back? I'm tired of shit. Couldn't sleep for my life last night, but yeah. we're should, here. That should be happening. Father we grind it. through. We grind through. Happening, how boy. you doing? Kemington. Oh. Man. Uh, Young good, Kemington. Man. I'm good. I... Shit, life's good, man. He said I slept great last night. Yeah, I, I went to bed early got last night. Got some pussy. Night. I fucking woke up I, early. I, I, if only that that first part was true. Uh, <laughs> sad time in my life. Juan Jizzle, how you doing? I'm smooth, man. All positive Alex. vibes, bro. I've been in some positive, positive, positive moves, man. Spend a lot of time in negativity, so I'm trying to feel that excel feel up that. out of that shit. Bill, what's the word? Doing good. Present. Really learn. Present. Okay. Present. Love that. Uh, Here. I want to give. A, I want to give a shout out to the homie Corbin for copping not one but two hats Man. and showing love on uh, the Instagram. Shout out Corbizy. The Instagram. That's fams. Corbo sleeves. Bro, that thing Corbo gave me sleeves. one of my first nicknames in life, bro. What did he say? A nick. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no that, was, that was an early one. Though. That was oh, number yeah. one. <laughs> but. Cause I always kept my haircut freshman year when we met, nigga. That nigga used to call me Fresh Head. Fresh Head. That's low key a major pause nowadays. But fresh Head. Whoa. Damn. That's insane. Corbin. This nigga, Corbin was a freaky Edit. nigga. That's real. Edit. That nigga's a wild nigga. Nah, no, keep that, bro. Freaky ass boy. But that was tight. He did a little, almost like a little photo shoot with his lady. I love it. Shout yeah, out on no, the engagement, sorry. y'all. We're happy for Fresh. you guys. Yes. Yeah, man. More Absolutely. life. Shout out Dallas, Texas. Shout out Dallas, Texas, kind of. Yeah. Hey, that's where Corbin lives. We're shouting it out. But yeah, bro, we're going to choose something different today, man. Andy, what we got in store for these niggas today, man? Talk about a little mental health. Men's mental health specifically because November. Because fuck bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I said what I said. November is Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Say that. They put that shit on my birthday month, just like, yeah, that nigga don't be okay. We gonna my, make this shit. <laughs> this hey, look, you on the first, I'm on the 29th, nigga, it's our month. Nigga. They're like, no, nah, we know them niggas don't be okay. We gonna make it this month. I notice all the big corporations are not changing their Twitter obbies to incorporate Men's Mental Health Month no. the way they do for Gay Pride Month. Of course not. Well, so I just a- want the same love, you know what I mean? Yeah, you could say the same for something that's even bigger than that, which is Black History Month. They don't do it for that either, so... We in, we they in do the it for same pride. Boat. <laughs> well, you gotta know what the levels are, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's levels of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> They've taken over. <laughs> they took her jeep. <laughs> they took her jeep. <laughs> hey, remember the last thing? It'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, man's, men's mental health month, man. I feel like it's big because a lot of us kind of ignore mental health. Like, Man. I know for me, even if my mental health is not right, I just know that I'm a dad. I have yeah. to work, yeah. you know, and I have to make sure that everything is taken care of ultimately. So that shit just kind of be like, for sure. Yeah, I might be depressed today, but I can't really pay attention to being depressed. But how long do you go with like just winging that shit and just saying fuck it, bro? I mean, how long do you recognize you've been depressed? 
I don't. It takes a minute. It, it, you it, know really, I mean? it takes like, a minute. Like you know what I'm saying? Like do you, like like when you're depressed? Like I feel like that's one thing that like all this pseudo psychology shit gets people into like believing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like there's ebbs and flows in life. Yeah. Right. 100%. Like like there's a t- like when you are depressed, you I don't like notice. A lot of times it. you're not really noticing. Like yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm I'm depressed. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Until you're like, yeah. well, why the f- like when you want to do something differently than what you've been doing yeah. in that habit little in that little hole you get into. Yeah, that's facts. Like then you're like, oh shit! Like why can I not accomplish something basic yeah. that I want to accomplish? And you're mm-hmm. like, oh shit! For me, I've been bro. In a hole. For me, the weirdest shit is like I don't ever really notice I'm in a fucked up like depressed ass position until I make it out. And then I'll yeah. just and, and then like I'll be like, you know how the seasonal depression be like a thing or like right. just going through some shit. Y'all know my personal life. Nigga going through some shit. But I don't really peep my mindset until like I'm done with that shit and I've already figured it out and I found the resolution to whatever it was. Like I feel that. Like while my grandma was sick going through chemo the first time, like I peeped how like I didn't really like leave my room. I didn't really go places. I didn't really do anything but like go to work, come home. And then mm-hmm. I, like when I would come home, I would just cuddle up, eat go to sleep, restart, do the same shit every day. Like I feel like that shit is like, that's why I feel like I'm going to be outside more and not even just outside in the state, like just leaving just to go reset because I feel like that shit really does matter. Mm-hmm. It like, does. Because like when I look back at that shit of me, like I'm like, wow, bro, I really wasted like multiple years just sad and just stuck in the moment. Was it? I mean, it's fucking hard to stop being sad, though. It's hard it's as fuck. It's really, really hard and, to stop being sad. And y'all would know I would be sad, but the world wouldn't know because I would just still be the same me laughing, well, but sad, cracking sad jokes. Looks, sad has different faces. Yeah, I was about to say, masks. what does sad look like? Sad is like, I mean, I know for me personally, like, I'm not really the one who's going to sit around and like cry and do this and do that. But like, I get really fucking tired. Like, I get so tired. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, to the point where like, Say say we worked all day, right? And I'm just in the office, like a day like today, where not shit was really going on. Right. So it's like a day like that, but I'd come home and feel like we put up six forty wads. You know what I mean? Like just feel like exhausted. Dude, what does what does sad look like for you, bro? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I feel like sad. Like I just like when I first came in contact with depression, it wasn't really sad. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I had just come in contact with something on the radio, like on J-O-B, and the lady was talking about how she had been diagnosed with clinical depression, but she was having these episodes of, like, angry outbursts, like, where she Mm -hmm. would be mad. And given the things I was going through in life at the time when I was younger, like, I just was like, dude, I'm depressed. Like, Mm -hmm. I I have to Mm -hmm. be. Like, there's, like, because I was even wondering why I was, like, just having these fits where I would just like spaz out at my mom or just be like the littlest things were just like, why are you on my case type shit? Nah, like, I definitely do with that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I can just tell when I'm kind of spiraling. You the fuse gets shorter. Mm-hmm. Oh, way shorter. Like the yeah. smallest things. Like I'm a small things guy anyway, feel, but it's yeah. like the smallest things will set me off mm-hmm. even more. So it's just <laughs> like, I can't be in this room right now. Mm-hmm. Like I remember two weeks ago. <laughs> It's like I was just so, everything. Yeah. yeah, you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's why we I talk about unplugging last yeah. week, right? It's like I gotta get away from things that just kind of like heighten my stimuli. Where I'm yeah. just like, I don't want to be here right now. I don't want to mm-hmm. do this shit right now. Like I should mm-hmm. be doing this. Like I'm, yep. I'm slacking on things I should be doing. 
versus just yeah, like that's, taking the things that's that I am one. doing to the next level. That's a real one right there. Nah, yeah. So same shit, bro. Like last year, like yeah, it was like last summer, like. It wasn't even shit, but, like, Donnie telling me, hey, you're driving a different truck instead of this one. Bro, I just spazzed. I just lost it because of the shit I was going through at the crib, and now I, I get to work, you. and a nigga trying to tell me what to do. I mean, I feel Other than too. what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm immediately like, bro, don't, you going to ask me or are you telling me? Like, And it was just an asshole thing to say, but I'm already here, though. Yeah. Right. So it's like, nah, bro, because I'm already irritated now. It's like, dog, don't change up what the fuck I already thought was going on, and I'm already trying to just be... Work mode, zombie, nigga, get this shit done, go home. And now mm. I get to work and my day is getting changed. So I definitely understand. Like that shit that shit carries over like yeah. all the time. Especially if it's just a lot going on, man. I mean, that's why these conversations are important. Right bro, that's that, that's the crazy thing. Like, even with the stats, bro, like looking at this shit really kinda made me like I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Seventy seven percent of men have all experienced symptoms of anxiety, stress, or depression. That makes sense. The top three issues are work-related pressure, 32%, mm-hmm. financial pressures, 31%, mm-hmm. and health concerns, 23%. Mm-hmm. And all that shit really just makes sense because when you think about that, when they when I just said that shit off, what was the next thing you were thinking? Probably the next thing that I was about to say off the fucking list. Because for me, it that 31 is damn near 50. What was the, the financial the, the, the financial pressures? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. 50% it's for like me because I just... <laughs> That's really what it'd be well, in my it's head. It's like, like tough right now, bro. Like the economy's like really fucked and everything. You can't, you know, you and can't, niggas just trying to stay ahead of the curve. You can't leave the grocery store without spending, you know, 200 bucks. And it's like, well, I didn't even get anything. Bro, niggas just trying to stay ahead of the fucking curve. You know what I mean? How are we supposed to save? How are we supposed to get out of debt? How are we supposed to, you know, like, yeah, for real, are you supposed to have fun? How are you supposed to live? You know? Bro, and like, I think the person that really made it clear for me, like, somebody really told me not too long ago and was like nigga life too short to just motherfucking work and and go to bed that's real even if you gotta put some shit aside to go enjoy your life and enjoy yourself i promise you you'll feel 10 times better Mm -hmm. and ever since i heard that and actually like been trying to do that Mm -hmm. it makes more sense yeah because them them smiles at the end of a day or that good night at the end of the day that shit makes a hell of a difference besides just being in robot mode because i know robot mode is easy we all do that shit but that shit ain't it ain't no good, bro. It's it's not no good at all. It is not good at all. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Cause like your your emotions and your feelings, you know, everybody has an energy, you know. And like if I come into work and I'm upset and I'm mad, y'all are gonna feel it. Right. And then it might start your day off in a certain way. That might be enough to just I told be- this nigga that shit all the time, bro. When that nigga come in and don't be want to talk, I'll be like, all right, well, I guess I'm not talking to nobody today. And it's like that's the thing. It's, it's just like, be it's, like, yeah, it's bro. like it's cancerous, right? It's like something where it's it it, you know. Okay, so Kemi's all right. Kemi's in a mood today, and here I am. I got to work with him all day, so now I'm in a mood because I, you know, what I mean, like it, it. It's just, and that applies to everybody, not just you. It's just oh, like sure. you yeah, know, it's cool. just it can be so you know, it it can just really grip itself onto. I think other for people me, and other things. I think for me, it's just me so much caring. Like, if I didn't work with people that I genuinely loved, it wouldn't be like that. But I genuinely have mm-hmm. love for the majority of the niggas that we work with, and I care about y'all niggas' mental. So I'd be like, damn, what, what's wrong with bro? Like, we'll figure mm-hmm. it out. I'm going to get a nigga to talk about the shit before the shift is over. Yeah. Just because mental health, nigga. Like, not everybody's going to ask you what the fuck is going on with you. Well, and I know for me, nobody really ever asked. Besides maybe two or three niggas. 
I feel it. And it just, that shit is a big piece of it, bro. Niggas need to actually check on their man's mental health. Like, if you don't call your niggas mm-hmm. to check on them, bro, you don't care about that nigga, bro. That's you why know, I go. I know, that's, that's interesting. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like, not to be controversial, but I just, I'm kind of like on the in, in the in-between section on that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. giving experience on top of, like, the narratives that we put forth nowadays, right? Like, when we were when we were coming up, I just feel like that wasn't a thing. And not in a negative way. Like, we didn't talk about mental health as a whole. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. like, even to section it off and be more central to ourselves and talk about men, it's like part of being a man was kind of, like, shouldering that burden. Uh-huh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I and I feel like the exposure to... I'm not saying it's a bad thing even now. It's like it's, it's a new adaption thing, but that mm-hmm. exposure to more and more people around you and building a community around vulnerabilities as well has created a section where I feel like we promote things more because we see what benefit they can have, but we like also sometimes take a step out of reality with like these hyperbolic feet, like they're mm-hmm. just feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're super overwhelming feelings, not realizing. Absolutely. Like, I still have to live every day in reality. No matter what. So like yeah. the end of the day is like, I can be vulnerable and I can have these conversations. Like, yeah, I can check up on my mans, but at the same time, like how can I help you? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, most of the time, let's, I, let's talk about it. Right? Most yeah. of the time, really a conversation can help. Like most, I feel like for me, most of the time, like when it comes to like my mental a lot of that shit be me releasing that shit, bro. Like, yeah. if I can actually just speak this shit out and talk to a nigga, I done talked to you in the truck and dropped a tear or two. Oh, yeah. for sure. Nigga, just off of just, that's just what it was. Yeah. But and not also, being able to have anybody to talk to about it. But yeah. we also, that's also me and you also knowing each other well enough to know that, like, you're type of person that even when you are saying that to me, it's like, I know you're someone actively striving to make a difference in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. Mm-hmm. And that's the the mm-hmm. active like kind of like yeah. line that's being drawn between like yeah. yeah, like you're I love you, I care about you, like you know, you know some real shit like as a man, like man to man, like I know we all going through some shit for mm-hmm. real. And but like how can I help you? I know that you saying that to me and me offering you a word or even just giving you a hug mm-hmm. yeah. can change how you're perceiving how you're traversing what you're going through cuz you're you're facts. actively going through it, right? Yeah. Like I facts. can't necessarily help you, but well, maybe I can. And I think that's like what you're saying is super important because people get there's there's a really, really, really fine line between like us having a conversation right. and you just letting shit off your chest and me becoming your fucking therapist <laughs> and and me having to take on the burden of For what sure. you're feeling. You no, know what I mean? Right. Right. And right. that's right. like a really, really, really fine line. Yeah. And like I've had relationships in the past where that's like really got like really crossed over. I love that you said that. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's like sure. it's yeah. like in the end and then like and then you feel some type of way when when it's not reciprocated, right? Oh, for sure, right? It's like, well, okay, why is it that I've listened to this for years and years and years, but now I'm going through some shit, and it's like, I still got to listen to you. You know, at what point do you listen to me? Men, right. You know what I mean? Because niggas lack, <clears throat> niggas lack self-awareness. Yeah. 100%. We are just, we just surround ourselves around very self-aware niggas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of people that think the world revolves around them, bro. For sure. 100%. Whether that comes to friendships, well, that, relationships with yeah. girls, work, all that shit. Yeah. You could talk to a nigga right now and you'll be like, damn, man, I'm fucked up. Like, yeah, bro, I'm fucked up too. I actually, uh, you know, I, I actually had to buy And he gonna talk about himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nigga, did you not just hear what I said to you? Uh, yeah. I'm fucked up. Yeah. 100%. And it doesn't matter. And we all know people like that. And mm-hmm. you just got to steer away from them niggas because they don't have your best interest to begin with. Yep. This is a them game, not a us game. 100%. Hundred percent. That's the difference, and that's just yeah. That's that's where the the line gets really blurred, 
for me personally, it's like I really don't want to like. I'm always somebody that you can come to and talk to, and I'm gonna do my best. Like you said, I'm gonna do my best to like help and you know try to figure some shit. Out. I'm a I'm a right. I'm a I'm a figure out guy. I'm like, all right, well, let's you know, hold on, let's get a game plan going. Okay, so you need you know, you're fucked up. You don't got any money. All right, cool. Come you know, my dad's got a company. Come come work for us. You know what I mean? Right, like for we sure. got we got we got guys. We need guys. You know. Like just hold off for two more months and and we'll you know, it's it's January right now, but I promise you by May I'm gonna have a lot of work. Just you know if you can just right, hold for on sure. for a few more months, Thanks. I got you. You know and it, oh we'll get you know right. like like in Demarcus perfect example right. It's like all right come come live with me come you know you can just stay with us. I know you got a job. I know I'm your transportation to and from work. Mm-hmm. So I know that you got reliable transportation. You're put in the position right. to win. You know what I mean? And then it's like, but that's a huge burden, right? Because then it's like, if one, I got to now I got to now I feel like I'm babysitting. Yeah, you. for sure. Yeah. that's And two, it's like, I want the best for you, but I'm feeling like I'm really holding your hand through this and you're not wanting the best for yourself. I tell you, you're good to too good for people all the time. But yeah, like, you do say that a lot. But when it comes to shit like that, I've, I've also my man's then came to me like. Hey nigga, I don't even have nowhere to lay my head. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you can come stay with me and my mom. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like simple like that. For sure. yeah. But like you went to the extent of making sure bro has some cheese in his pocket, mm-hmm. really trying to yeah. you can I feel like that type of shit should have a time limit. It did. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it, nigga, it, 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 it you got up, about you got about two in our, yeah, it blew up in our faces. You, you know got about I mean? two, you got about two, three paychecks yeah. before I'd be like, Yeah. Nigga, you living with me, I'm taking you to work. Yeah. And I got you the job. Yeah. Nigga, you, <laughs> I, you might have suck some dick. Uh, you know, <laughs> you got to be buying some weed. You got to be buying some groceries. You got to be doing something. Some bills got to be getting paid on my I, end. Yeah, you got to be paying crazy for as gas. Fuck. You and bro be, wasn't, you know. bro wasn't like helping with. No, fuck no. Yeah, that, fuck that's no. insane, bro. As a and I mean, man, that's a special just... case because he's, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not as all there, but like, if you know, if if it were you or if it were you. That wouldn't be the case. It wouldn't be the case. There'd be a different standard, right? Right. You know how many times I've been in a position where you've offered me to be here and I'd be like, nah, bro. Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) I mean, shit, I turned down staying here just because I wasn't able to actively contribute off top. So I was like, yeah, my fault, bro. I don't want to set you back. You feel what I'm saying? It's just like, that's what I think is a homie thing to do. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to set your niggas back or yeah. Like I feel you. That's a homie thing for sure. But what you saying, like, okay, for example, in your stats, we got here, you say 40% of men have never spoken to anyone about their mental health, right? Yeah. And out of that, 30% of them say that they're too embarrassed or 20% say that there's a negative stigma on it. Yeah. Right? And I would say it's like that negative stigma may come from thinking that maybe someone's going to be judging you, yeah. right? But yeah. at the same time, I think that that comes from what the <coughs> other side of that argument is, which is the people that have, because that means a greater majority of someone have talked to someone about what they're mm-hmm. going through if you're mm-hmm. a man, right? Which is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Not knocking anything, right? Go right. see a therapist, yeah. go talk to somebody, yeah. right? But at the same time is, what are you willing to do about it? That's the thing. That's the key. And, and that's, no, that's and, the key. And that's, and that's the, like the key component, because like, mm-hmm. when I talk about my anger and my depression, it's like, or like what you said in the beginning, Sometimes I don't recognize it until I'm over it, right? Mm-hmm. It's just more like, mm-hmm. yeah, because you're someone that's w- willing to actively work through it. So it's like yeah. you realize that that's an ebb and flow of life. 100%. You're yeah. going through a lower point, yeah. as you will, yeah. whether or not you were seeing, like you said, 50% of that's more financial. If you were a, a, a 150% more financially stable person today, yeah, 
when you go through the ebb and flow again, I guarantee you that weight that you feel, it's probably still going to be related to that in the yeah, same 100%. kind of manner yeah, at, a, at a different weight, right? Because yeah, you're 150% more wealthy. 100%. You feel what I'm saying? Well, it, it also, like, to play into what you're saying, I, I think it's, in, like, as a friend and as somebody, like, you can sometimes see things from a bird's eye view that, right. that, that you might not be able to see, right? Mm-hmm. Or you might not be able to. It's like, Okay, you you come into me, you say, "All right, bro, I'm I'm really fucked up about like uh like Cooter, perfect example, right? Like mm-hmm. he's been super fucked up about the Palestine thing." For sure. Understandably so, right? But you're constantly taking in this new Negative information energy you're, you're, exactly your phone. yeah and it's like when when bro went up north a few weeks ago i told him i'm like bro just stay off your phone this weekend really enjoy your family enjoy up north enjoy the hard work that you put into so that you could get this nice airbnb for everybody and enjoy a weekend like don't be sucked into that bullshit because reality is right now you cannot do anything, do anything. about it yeah for sure but what you can do for your own sanity for your own mental health is just turn it off for a minute because mm. disconnect, you know, unplug, and it, yeah, exactly unplug, and it t- taps in exactly what we were saying last week. You know, like like I had to have the self awareness with politics of like this this is bringing me no good in life. It's nope. just pissing me off. Twitter, this I deleted Twitter this morning again because I was just like I woke up and I got instantly pissed off, and it was like over you know it's like sports Nothing. takes and shit. <laughs> I, you know, I like promise. like it's like you wake up and you see like the first tweet you see is like a rocket supporter being like the Pistons are fucking trash and Cade's a bust, and it's like. No, he's not. You know right. I mean? <laughs> That's just not even fucking true. He's averaging 23 <laughs> points a game. What the Nick. fuck are you, what are you watching? This nigga started his day with a hard sigh. Duh. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> nigga just woke up like niggas, and it's man. Like, and it's like you can't like get away from it, right? It's, and, it, and it's like such stupid shit. Oh, like, for sure. It's, and, and, but, but it's like, it's almost like your your Twitter feed almost knows what's going to trigger you. Oh, for Because sure. you interact with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're yeah. the first to be like, like retweet. Um, yeah, quote, um, yeah, that's not true. Uh, Cade's actually, you know, if you take away true shooting, bro's averaging 23-7, like, we're really gonna act like that's a bust with, like, a capital B, like, bust, for real, but, you know, and then it's like, that person responds back to you, it's like, they're a fucking bust, eat a dick, you know, you're like, eat a dick, what are you talking about? It it so quickly turns into something, like, and then, and then, and this is where that, like, that in particular really bothers me, because I never want to be the guy who, like, goes low on Twitter or or on any social media platform because it's like, well, nine times out of ten, bro, I don't know you. Yeah, for sure. And we're behind, you know, and then it's like, oh, well, you're, that's why you're fucking, you know, you go into their bio and it's like, you know, rest in peace, Greg. And you're like, that's why Greg died, you fucking piece of shit. It's like, well, damn, bro. Like, what the fuck did Greg have to do with this? My Greg said. <laughs> Greg said, what did he say fuck me for? <laughs> you know? So, like, <laughs> I just feel like that shit's, like, really, really, really bad for your mental. I mean, social yeah. media as a whole, I think, is really terrible for your mental. Do y'all think y'all would deal with social media if you didn't, like, if we didn't have the business and music and shit that we have? No. Bill, what you think, bro? I don't think so. I ain't gonna no. lie, bro. If I didn't have music. You're not big on social media regardless. No, I never really got like into Twitter, Snapchat. <sighs> I, I think I've always had Instagram. Well, yeah, like, you've been on Instagram, but since like 2012. But even then, it's like you don't, you don't post a ton on Instagram. Like yeah. you, t- you know, not really. No, like 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 personal. Like, yeah, that's yo, not, yeah, I'm out yeah, getting yeah. ice cream. Exactly. Or go yeah, yeah. Red Wings. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah, does that type yeah. of shit. But yeah. I'm saying like, yeah, Twitter. I think I think Twitter's really the one for, that like for me, bro. If it wasn't for music, I think I would y'all wouldn't see me on shit at all. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, dude. I mean, Sam. Sam deleted all of his all of his socials years ago, and he said it's the best thing that ever happened to him. And he's never gone back. 
and I've talked to him about it multiple times because I'm like, I just really, I really want to do it. You know, and he's like, just, you just have to do it. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, you can't have the yeah. account still. You can't, like, know the login. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like, you just have to fucking delete it and just go about your life. Yeah. You I will say I mean? music and sports. I'm sorry to cut you off, but sports too. No, but I, I'm with you. I mean, yeah. that's that's why yeah. I, like, you know. It's just like, like ESPN and it's shit. It's the constant FOMO of, like, yeah. what am I missing out on? What breaking news? What did Woj just tweet? Who, Bro, you're talking who to Who did niggas. the Pistons just trade for? Who did the fucking, Nigga. who did the Lions just trade I paid, for? You know? I paid $12 I like to keep connected to the world social media. on a plane. I feel you. I have, I have way too much invested in vanity and not even just my own. 100%. That I feel like, it's. I don't even think it's a missing out thing because I feel like yeah. when it comes to trends, and you probably can attest to this, I'm like such a, I love the culture, but I'm also so I anti what's hot that yeah. like for me is just more like, I want to see how far ahead of what every other nigga is doing I can be. Yeah. Like, even I just showed him today some shit that me and Jonathan, like, capsuled in, like, this, like, mm-hmm. dress-up mock-up. We put the ski mask on. Yeah, like, 2019, yeah. November yeah, 12th, bro. Yeah. And that's, like, just the hottest thing to do now in, like, mm-hmm. when you're planning yeah. your, so your we had shoot the outside. On like, pre-COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, bro, pre-COVID, I'm yeah. shooting this shit with my homie <clears throat> yeah. in fucking... Okay, pause. No, okay. not a pause for you. I was going to say, it's not really a pause. Hey, bro, zoom in. I don't want to hear another nigga with a rap bar that says we were masked up before COVID. Is that a that, that shit is corny as fuck. That shit needs to stop. I've seen so uh, many niggas do that. I feel that. We was masked, we was masked up way before Corona, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I, and I don't care. I don't care. I'm sorry. I, I'm Fair sorry enough. to cut you off. I just no, had to right. I had to say that. I'm tired of that shit. But it's like I just feel like when it comes to social media, I'm just into it for like I, I like to see beauty. I like to see what other people I feel find you. beautiful. And I think that that interact like I think I that you. I'm missed like the type of persona that I have that I want to pers- like have on social media is yeah. missed by the masses yeah. because like so many other people use it for their main social interaction with people. Like mm-hmm. since you have no confidence to really talk to people in real life, it's like mm-hmm. if I DM somebody like if I DM a female right now, nine times out of ten, I feel like she's going to think I'm trying to get on her. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a happy relationship. Right. I don't, I don't need to, in a healthy one at that. At you. you feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I interact with you because either I think you post shit that I feel like we have some common ground mm-hmm. on it. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. Like, nigga, why is it like I'm invested in the vanity for sure. Yeah. But it's like, okay, but is there depth to it or not? So it's yeah. like, if you don't really get to the depth outside of it, right? it seems for not. But I've yeah. made a lot of real world, I feel like connections off of the social and being invested in the vanity. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like again that adaptation of like how do you unplug, how do you maneuver with it? Because mm-hmm. I feel like if I do say like for Bill, I love that for you because I feel like your life, even when I know you as a person, that just seems like how your lifestyle works. Yeah, does that make sense? Like yeah. you're always behind the camera, you're behind the camera right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like really your investment is like lifelong into the the posting, the captioning of an yeah. image, right? Yeah. Like you don't really have time to be kind of absorbed by it there because then yeah. you would get no work done. Yeah. Right. You would have no time for what you really get done. I think I think we really like underestimate how frankly stupid the masses are. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like that's like as as somebody who like I mean, I'm not the smartest guy ever, but I I definitely am somewhat of an intellectual. And it's like it it almost feels and I'm sure you both feel this way because you you guys are better at me than me at Twitter. Like you're you know, you go on every every so often, but you're not on it constantly yeah but you know you know why though you remember how it used to be back in the day with me of course like i would i would make two different twitter accounts they'd both look for a thousand followers i get kicked off that bitch for saying absolutely 
asinine yeah, things yeah, yeah. and then I'd be like, fuck this shit. Yeah. And then I just didn't do it for four yeah. years. But I think I think like I get super frustrated when when I'm a very logical person. I feel that. And like when there's no logic involved in something. Yeah, that's why I, that's exactly why I leave that shit alone. Yeah. Because two plus two in my head equal four. Yeah. I feel that. And that's that's two plus two equals four. I'm like there's, there's no argument to that. There's you know no, what I mean? Like there's you get there's, on Twitter and they're gonna be like, actually it's seven. Yeah. No, like literally. There's like, I'm actually a doctor. There's like this there's this guy who's like who's who's made, you know, a name in like Chicago Bears Twitter, right? Right. And he's always jabbing with Lion fans. <laughs> of course. And he's constantly saying the Chiefs win doesn't count. It's like constantly, like every, every day. What does that mean? And and that's like what I was saying to him yesterday. I'm like, well, wait, you need to break this down for me because you're telling me that one, we don't have a single good win and we don't have a single good, you know, so what is the chief? Well, okay. Well, Kelsey and Jones are out. Okay. But you can only play who's in front of you, bro. That's a fact. That's all, like, what are we doing here? And it's like, oh, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. And it's like, you sit there and you're going like, and, and that's not just me. I see all these people going back and forth with the same bait basically. Right. right constantly and i saw somebody last night tweet yeah but seriously we need to start asking ourselves why we give that that lame ass bears fan any type of any type of platform to talk and it's like because a lot of niggas so just blow smoke up their ass and they start feeling like that nigga no that's facts what and happens every time and bro. it's like you're totally right like i literally retweeted that guy and i was like i had to ask myself this earlier today like can I interject something psychological yeah. about that, yeah. though? This is actually interesting. I've been watching a lot of NFL history yeah. on YouTube. You know this. I've been just like, that's like my yeah, obsession yeah, right yeah, now yeah, is yeah. learning football, bro, sure. on a deeper level, yeah. like an IQ level. That's fire, actually. And like, so I'm learning schemes. I'm learning different things like that. But this guy, I can't think of his name. I would yeah. tell y'all to go watch it. Whatever, yeah, yeah. But Drop the link. He, uh, he basically was talking about the psychology of sports and how yeah. it's just known that basically a fandom no matter how deep it is whether you're a casual a everyday once in a while watcher yeah. if you can align yourself with a home team with a fan base you're overall happier more connected and actually more mentally 100%. safe person so in the line of mental health while we're talking about how it detracts from your mental health to have these constant yeah. negative interactions 100%. with people the fan base on the opposite side when people in your fan base are ragging on someone else in your it's heroin it, bro it's like the it's craziest heroin. dopamine rush that's, right it's heroin that's so it's and that's like, like that's why i still do it right it's <laughs> right. because it's, like <laughs> what well, and, and that's the thing right it's My like you got it's the like, bookmarks ready 30 I, clips i seen it yesterday i've seen it you seen it last seen night it i was going through the bookmarks last night hitting everybody with Four, the updates 23 23 yeah how, bro how at this age yeah yeah update <laughs> they still suck update you know what i mean and it's like that's the thing it, it for for me, when it when it comes to particularly Twitter, particularly Lions Twitter, <laughs> bro, this is the first time in my lifetime they've really had a squad. You know what I mean? I and like, and us indulge in this shit. And even I'm like skeptical. You know what I mean? Like, no, for it's real. like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, we could get bounced in the first round. Like, we we <laughs> might be frauds. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fraudulent. I seen them. I seen them give up <laughs> give up 31 points to the Chargers the other day. You know what I mean? Like, Justin Herbert's good, but are they that good? You know, like. I don't know. I don't know. I, and I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Uh, time time will tell. You know, it's very Michigan, Ohio State. It's like, I, I feel that Michigan's the best team. It's like Ohio State might come into Ann Arbor in two weeks and kick our ass. Like, I don't know. That but happens, like, I will be very sad. until that happens, It'll be defensive. I'm riding to the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I am. I feel but, it. you know, to, to tap into like Judah shit, it's like, you know, f fan <laughs> is short for fanatic and fanatic is somebody who is, you know, 
not mentally well. So it's uh, like, for sure. you have to know like where that for level sure. like crosses, right? Like I know you can look at my Twitter and know that I'm a Pistons lions, you know, pretty much that's what I talk about on there. But at a certain point, it's like, I, I don't care. You know what I mean? I like, like, yeah, bro, I don't know. You guys kicked our ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas I'm not about aren't, the, niggas I'm aren't not, delusional. Thank you. That's that's what I mean. Like, I'm Logical. not about to get on there and Once be like, again. bro, we're winning the Super Bowl. Like, you cannot tell me otherwise. It's like, I'm honest. I'm looking at this like, I don't think we're winning a Super Bowl. We we <laughs> might not win a playoff game. But like, fuck, we're 7-2 and two at the, you know, we're 7-2 and two going into a stretch where we could very easily get the one seed if we play well the rest of the year. For sure. And I don't know. That's pretty fire. And then like. The Niners will come into town and curb stomp us. And like, I'm just going to be hurt. And then I'm going to get online and be like, this is why I was saying at the trade deadline, go get Chase Young. But he had three sacks today. Fuck you, Brad Holmes. Fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, that is the real fans, though, is when you can I'm be hard. honest. Just like right now, bro. Yeah. You know me, bro. Half my tickets are for sale. Yeah. I don't want to see these niggas. I feel you. I feel I, you. Like, bro, you've you, you shown me nothing different. Showing me nothing different, bro. And Detroit it hurts, sports fans. It hurts my heart, bro. Your sports are, are bad for your mental health. It day. is. It is for sure. Because when and I tune in and I just look at a Pistons game, they're like, not though. That's and I watch like, nothing happening, bro. So bad. That's what's so frustrating about, particularly the Pistons, because it's like the Lions are good, the Red Wings are good, the they Tigers are, are even like they got some really good young pieces. They're for coming. Sure. Michigan, mm. really fucking good. And then you just got the Pistons, the one team that like you want to be, you know what I mean? The one team that kind of held the reins for years and years and oh, years. Oh, for sure. You know what I Bro, mean? Bro, like, it's like for me. That's because no one here gives a shit about everything. hockey. That's, man, facts. Because that's the real team that held the reins. But Bro, like, for me, I, mean, like, I promise me, you, I don't care. Everything in my life no? goes okay, to a stop when NBA season starts. Yeah. Like that that's my like like we was talking about last yeah, week. Yeah. That's my unplug. Like yeah, I'll yeah. sit and watch NBA games all night, bro. Yeah. I feel like that's because that's the one team in Detroit that and allows that shit people that are fans me, of Detroit bro. teams to be delusional. Yeah, like, I'm just not like the history of the Detroit Pistons is that one team in the East that just pops up in the prime of somebody doing I some crazy totally ass shit. I totally agree. I was thinking about this last it, night. And then Detroit goes absolute ape shit. I was thinking about this last and night. And it allows the fans to be as delusional. Like, nah, nigga, we had Bird worried. Nigga, we had we had uh Mike didn't know what he was gonna do. Well, it's and it's like the culture, the culture that's like <laughs> the culture that's built around the Pistons is like a bunch of guys that didn't really pan out. Get, not even pan out, didn't really get the respect or love they deserved, right? It's like it. Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas were never MVPs. They were never MVP considered for real. You know what I mean? Like Dennis Rodman was like kind of a cast off, you know, like the mentally unwell, literally <laughs> mentally very unwell, literally I was about every to say, single I to player. Mentally unwell. I mean, you, you look at Chauncey was on multiple teams before he went to the Pistons. You had Rip Hamilton got traded in the, you know, Michael Jordan sent his ass out of there to bring Jerry Stackhouse in. Ben Wallace undrafted Rasheed Wallace. Like, you know, didn't nobody wanted to deal with him. Tayshawn Prince, just like a defensive lockdown dude who's just like, yeah, I guess come play for us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it's it's like a bunch of like, a, it's a bunch of like nobodies and has-beens who put this team together and just bought into a culture and started kicking everybody's ass. For sure. And was given, you know, was given A-plus defense and was, you know, had had really good offensive spurts and, and really, you know, should have probably won more titles than they did. But like, that is, the, you're totally right. That's the delusion that we have as Pistons fans because it's like, now we get a couple more pieces here. You know, we get a couple of rejects in this motherfucker. We might start. We might start winning again. <laughs> it's I'm like, telling you, 
Uh, for <laughs> me, you- I drank the tea off of the motherfucking seeing that game at the uh, at the Casilla Center and seeing them niggas play the Heat. I'm like, oh, these niggas balling. Yeah. I'm like, no, these niggas are one point away from a nigga that was in the finals last yeah. year. Oh, I'm, I'm, we're promised right now. I'm good. I seen what I needed to see. We just They're lost by one point. Not balling. Then Boy, the next game, I proceeded to just shit on every expectation I had. Bro. Yep. Another note: South Beach is bad for your mental because you will be jaded. Yeah. So you came home jaded. No, I didn't. Oh, I came yeah. home awakened. See, <laughs> my mental health has been on a up since I've been back. Over oh, saw the sun. Nigga was laid out in that bitch, bro. Niggas don't know where the fuck I was at last year. I was ready to blow my brains out, unalive myself. What's the next statistic on there? Speaking of unaliving yourself. Uh, 80% of suicide deaths are males. Four times times the rate of women. I believe it, too. Uh, Yeah. It really makes sense. It it makes sense to me. It makes. I think it's because we bear a different burden. You know what I mean? The the weight on our shoulders is so heavy. Heavy, it's very heavy. It's so and heavy. like the in the, the way that women work in the nurturing way that they work is like if they have a child, like most times they're not going to commit suicide because of that child, unless they are or, mentally unwell. That facts, like, facts. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it, like it happens. Don't, I'm not yeah. saying it doesn't happen. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just, just saying like, like, like caveat, like very yeah, small yeah, yeah, size, yeah, yeah. Bro, right? But it's like for men, I feel like when 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 we feel like we can't provide for that child that's when it's like oh your life would be better without me because i'm just a disappointment to you i feel i can't you know what i mean for me for me in times like that i kind of disagree with you andy not all the way though like because that's definitely right like if i've ever been in a position where i felt like i couldn't Mm -hmm. i was doing ungodly things to make sure i could yeah, I mean, I'm not so, talking yeah. from my perspective. I'm yeah, talking, from like I'm talking from like a general yeah, perspective. Yeah. I think that's like really what happens yeah, because yeah. I could see, because I'm with you. Like I, I'm more motivated to. Yeah, it, it more shape. motivates me to be like, yeah. all right, well, she relies on me, so I gotta like go yeah. a little harder I mean, in whatever I'm doing. But like, I could see a weaker man kind of go the opposite bro, way. I can't like I can't find that. it within myself to go harder. Between us both, between all of us, bro, like I can be fully transparent. Like I, there, I've had moments in the last like year or so where I've sat in the whip with yeah. my gun and just like, there's nothing left for me here besides my children. And yeah. something will happen and my phone will buzz and yeah. it'll show my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just be like, all right. All right, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm, I'm tripping. tripping. I'm tripping for sure. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I've really been verbal about that shit with Andy and told him like, like, bro, yeah. like, I, I thank God that I have the friends that I have. Like, I didn't. I didn't hear Andy on days where I'm like, bro, I'm just ready to motherfucking unalive, bro. It's yeah. over. Like, I'm tired of this shit, bro. Because it's just a lot of pressure. I just, tr- I Family, really try to kids yeah. work, just trying to be financially stable. Even that, even that's not not that hard, bro. We have good jobs, but yeah. it's just like. With us having a good job also comes with life and mm-hmm. just it, everything just costing a thousand dollars to do anything. I mean, it's it's you know so like all that shit happening just like and then I feel like the biggest thing for me, bro, is like I don't know, but like I set expectations for people, and that's yeah. like one of my downfalls. Mm-hmm. Like for motherfuckers, I'll set an expectation for a motherfucker, bro. Mm-hmm. Whether that be a friend, whether that be a woman, whether that be. Anybody I deal with in life, like, I tend to set an expectation off of, like, knowing you, off of knowing what you bring to my life. Because I went through a period of where I just completely disassociated with motherfuckers that didn't bring any value to me. Because mm-hmm. I know I bring value to any but situation. But I, I think setting expectations for the people closest around you is necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even think I'd look at that as a downfall. It's only a downfall if you, like, 
set absurd expectations. Yeah, you know but then I mean? but like, then when a nigga let you down, it really upset you though. And then a nigga might does, not even I, know he upset you. But I think it's I mean, you and I have gone through this multiple times yeah. as far as like letting each other down, but then we also voice that. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey bro, and I've said to you multiple times, I hold you to a different standard. Yeah. And you've said multiple times to me, Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it makes sense because you hold me to a different standard. So nah, it's like thanks. you have to like you have to at least let that person know like yeah. listen bro i hold you to a different standard you yeah. know what i mean like and that may be fair and that may not be fair and if you don't like it feel free to bounce but I, like I the reality is, is i'm holding you to a different standard. i agree with I'm that not- to a certain extent but like one thing for me is like with niggas that don't take care of business and we don't have to have that conversation because you see me every day you're not doing shit but you're that- not working you're not taking care of your kids you're not doing nothing to provide or move forward in life you don't have no goals but that takes, you're just around this bitch walking with that a takes self-awareness on your part though yeah, you know what i mean like because yeah. you have to look at somebody like that and be like i can't have those better expectations but do you let them know because then do you do you let them know before you get the fuck on or should they already know no, by the, the person that you are and see and then that's and that's where like when i hear that that's where i would say to you like not even like in a not even a hypothetical what do you do right like yeah, more so know. like that's something that you got to figure out like when you are reacting to shit yeah like because you I like, feel you cause like you feel what i'm saying because like you yeah. saying like you even notice that now like you know i set expectations for people like when i in my rebuttal today would be like i'd be feeling like when i had those moments in my life where i was really contemplating some shit like yeah I don't want to be here no more. Like, I'm thinking about shit like that, bro. Cause I've been there probably three or four times in my life. Yeah. Same, like, same. Yeah. Really same. was in that pit. Yeah. But there was, it wasn't about, like, I can't really say it was anybody else. Yeah. Right. Like, when it was, when I was really there, I was thinking about the decisions that I made mm-hmm. outside of, like, just realizing that there was, like, the things that I wanted help with that no one really could help me with. Yeah. So, like, how am I about to, you see what I'm saying? Like it's not yeah. from a lack of asking or a lack of doing or anything yeah, like that. Like it's, it's just, just more a of a lack of me. It's a yeah. Like okay, yeah, so when yeah. I can't give any, like, when I feel like I really can't give any more to these things that I am doing mm-hmm. to achieve something, whether yeah. some recognition, whether yeah. that's like, that hug, that proverbial hug, right? Yes. It doesn't even be the physical hug. Yes, but it's just like how do I get that to know that I'm on the right track? Right? It may just be a day away, but mm-hmm. in my mind, it's like now. Yep. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like. It wasn't nobody else. So it's like, when I think about that, it's like, even I just had this thought two weeks ago, even when I was in the truck with y'all, like, I don't really have expectations for people. Yeah. And not because I don't see people. It's a safe way to play it. Yeah. But it's just more, I have just such a higher expectation for myself. Yeah. That what everybody else is doing just seems to be kind of null and void in the grand scheme. Yeah. Because I'm worried about me. I'm worried about like, if I'm not achieving and I see you as being a problem with it, I'd be like, you have to fucking go. Yeah, nah, facts. no matter no, who you have been I to, me, I think at any I think that you have got to fucking leave right now. I think that's the. Yeah, I think we're saying yeah. the same thing though, right? I, because it's yeah. like that, Just that's in different ways. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, like I hold you to a different standard because, like, right. if you're bringing me down, sorry, you know what I mean. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not really but, okay. I guess that does answer. I'm not really, I'm not really yeah. like, I can't really fuck with you like that anymore. It doesn't mean I don't but, love you. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna kick it with you. That doesn't mean I'm not, you know. But like, if we were somebody who were kicking it every day or we were talking every day, like, nah. <laughs> we probably not talking every day anymore. Right. We're we're probably you know, and I've been blessed to you know, all of my friends for the most part are pretty successful, you know, and, yeah. and like that's that's a blessing I have. But then the few who have had issues, it's like I've had like I was talking to my homegirl Micah about this yesterday. Like she, you know, she was druggy, and it was just kind of like, bro, listen, like I've done I've done everything I can possibly do. 
I'm not making this my thing. Like you, you got to just figure this out. Right. Like I'm gonna yeah. be here for you on the back end, but like I'm not getting involved at in all. You need this some shit. time to figure you out. A hundred percent. And 100%. we're talking last night, and she's like, 90 days sober. I'm like, there you go, bitch. You know what I mean? Like there, you, there you go. Finally, you know. I feel that on a different level, bro. Because it was like, for a majority of the time, like I was trapping, but I got to a point where like. In 2019, I believe, or 18, one of the two, I, my uncle was passing away from cancer, and yeah. I, like, watched him take his last breaths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, it caused me to, like, think about my breathing. So, yeah. like, for a while, like, I had to really, like, you know how you get high and have to, like, recount yeah. your breaths and, like, recalibrate yeah. it? Like, that shit used to cause me to have, like, an anxiety attack yep. all the time. Yep. So, like, for me, that shit really fucked me up. So, mm-hmm. I took some time to, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop smoking. Yep. So, Lame, I stopped smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped smoking for like a year and a half at the time and I just watched how many niggas just dwindled away from just me not yeah. being the one to just yeah. smoke and roll up and I just sit that. here and I'm like damn yeah my, my thing when it like, pertains I miss about six seven niggas now yeah no I feel where you. niggas go I feel and then you. that shit didn't even do anything for my anxiety because I didn't notice that it was really just a mindset in me like attacking the shit on my own and getting that yeah. shit control on my own to the point to where I was just like okay well that didn't work. Yeah. Go completely sober from drinking. That don't work. I'm yeah. still thinking about my breaths. I'm like, oh, nigga, it's your brain. Yeah. Right. I don't want to take no medicine to have me around this bitch like a zombie. So I'm about to lock the fuck in, figure my own brain levels out, and we're going to go from there. Yeah. And niggas been smooth since. Yeah. Of course, you have the moments of anxiety when certain moments in life kind of trigger your shit and it go up, down. That's just how the cookie going to crumble for everybody. That's just life. That's just life. That's just life. That's how that shit going to crumble. Yeah, but like, if life. you don't have the right mindset, and that you have control over your own mind. Yeah. You cooked that's, off rip. That's why I stopped smoking weed. You know, it's like, I, I feel yeah. like it was very, for me, it was very de- demotivational. And I'm just not somebody who can get shit done when I'm high. I feel it. Yeah. I'm very lazy. I'm very like, I'm very sloppy. You yeah. know, I'm very yeah. like, let's go to the, let's go to the corner store and grab, you know, a fucking pint of Ben and Jerry's and then also a bag of Doritos and then a Gatorade. And that it's is like, that is a crazy combination. That shit sounds fire. Nah, but nah, but that's nah, what I, I mean. Like it's it, because you're not thinking. You're not gonna, the the, the like Doritos. Wait, 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 bro. The Doritos before the 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 ice cream or after? I I'm not sure if I've ever actually had this combination. I'm just saying. Okay, like, all right, all right. I'm all just right. saying, like like generally speaking, it's, it's like anyways, it's like bro, I'm gonna go like buy said, I'm gonna go buy something that's got you know a pint of ice cream gonna have a thousand calories in it, right? And then a bag of Doritos is going to have another 800 calories in it, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to have I'm going to have my daily intake of of sugar in in the yeah. drink, not not even counting the pint of ice cream I just <laughs> ate. Yeah. So now I'm waking up and I'm bloated and I fucking took took in way more calories than I ever should have and I'm brain fogged and I'm sluggish and I'm not I'm not on my game because of yeah. what I did last night, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like a lot of people can smoke weed and get shit done and they don't get the munchies. They don't. That's just not how I am. I, I feel, feel like it. to for me, it is demotivational. So I'm just somebody who just had to put it down because in my head, I would, you know, you, you get high and you get anxious. And, and I hit a certain age where like I knew better. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in my, my in my head, it's like it's just a panic attack because yeah. it's like, bro, one, you're not even supposed to be doing this Two, you're not supposed to be eating that. Facts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I was when I was eighteen, nineteen, and the world was great, and we were, you know, wasn't worried about shit, and was with the homies smoking and chilling. Yeah, that shit was yeah. great because it was like yeah, that this, was it. I didn't this think is about your, my this is your time. This is kind of your time to do this. Yeah, facts, but then like facts. you know, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven starts rolling around. You're still getting high, and it's like, nah, bro, this ain't it. You know, it's 
yeah, this is still fun. This is still fun. I'm just, I do it to relax. I do it to relax. And it's nah, like, no, nah, I don't nah, do it. I don't do it to relax, bro. Yeah, I feel that. See, and then me, it's just like, I can't. I'm done. You now, know coming I mean? back after like not smoking, because after that year of not smoking, I smoked. And then I just completely stopped smoking until like yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. That was like damn near two and a half, almost three years. Yeah. And like now I'm in such a better place mentally, like. I can smack the wood once and be like, hundred percent. Yeah. If I'm, I can hit the pin a couple times yeah. and be like, I'm good, yeah. but it's just about my mindset being different. Like I would, back then I was smoking to try to stay sane because I'm going through so much mm-hmm. and that shit didn't work, bro. At a certain point, bro, when I was trapping and working and being a dad and doing all this shit, bro, I'm smoking two, five packs of backwoods a day yeah, and crazy. I'm stuffing them hoes. Yeah, it's crazy. not no point fives and biting that bitch till it ain't nothing left. Yeah. I'm talking at least a gram and a half in that hoe. So I got a question for both of y'all that I would answer it. Sure. But have y'all or would you be open to talking to somebody about your issues if you felt like it was like that? Or do you feel the same way as like they said with the 40% of dudes who just kind of like... I feel like for me... I'm not nothing, talk I feel, to somebody. I feel sure like for me... Somebody. Uh, yeah, no. Like I have no I've had it. I've that. had therapists. Right. Yeah, I, I just felt like... I just recently like got one. I just felt like when I particularly did therapy, it was kind of what I was playing into just now. It's like I knew what my issue was. Right. I wasn't on my shit. Yeah. I just didn't want to get on my shit. Facts. I just wanted to be lazy. I wanted to still like, you know what I mean? Like, like this has been such a sobering experience, uh, moving them to into this house. Right. Because right. it's like the reality was for the last four years, I've been a smoker. I've been somebody who was kind of just, you know, living in a haze almost. And it's I like it. shit that really should have gotten done around the house. Didn't get done. It was like slapping a coat of paint on it and putting a rug down and being like the room's done. But it's like, <laughs> Nah, bro, you got to tear up that floor. You got to go get that linoleum out of the kitchen. You got to, why did you not redo this? Why did you not redo that? And so now yeah. I'm, now I've, you know, played myself where I'm like doing it all at once, right? While mm-hmm. having a one year old and having a fiance living in the house, of, you know, and it's like, but you know what? Uh, I feel that though. Besides yeah. everything happening for a reason, I can see why you will fall into that with working with how we work. 100%. Because for me, I would, Definitely alleviate a lot of shit with the mindset of, man, I had a long ass day at work. Fucking, I ain't doing shit. Oh, 100%. When I get home, I ain't doing shit. 100%. Bro, weaning myself out of that was hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It was hard as fuck. So I feel you. Because I'm newer to this shit than you. No, 100%, dude. You know, it's like, I I, I don't beat myself up for it. I'm just saying it's just a sobering moment because you like take a step back and like she'll, she'll crack on me and be like, what the fuck have you been doing in this house for four years? And it's like, that's a good ass question. Like, you know what I mean? No, I feel like what? Ha- like chilling? Like, you know what I mean? Like getting high upstairs and like watching TV and playing video games. Like, you know what I mean? Upstairs like, is very nostalgic though. I do love that environment. I, I love it. I upstairs, could see why you would do that. Yeah. But like, that's the thing, bro. It's like upstairs was my sanctuary. Like, yeah. like during COVID, I read it all the floors in the house. Right. It's like, at no point should I have stopped. I should have just like, all right, the kitchen, you know, the kitchen carpet's got to go. We were getting paid a ton of money to chill at home. It's like, all right, I should have got the car- carpet in the kitchen up. I should have gotten the linoleum up. Yeah. I should have redid all this shit and pulled up the carpet that's underneath this. Yeah. And You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and I did, like, little projects to feel accomplished, you know? Like, I my, my bedroom was down here once upon a time. So it's like I painted all the walls and I fucking got a rug that matched and I got, all, like, I got it all very zen. So, but, right. like, it was almost like the wrong... For the wrong reasons, right? It's yeah. like I just want a room that's like cool to get high in. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like I yeah, want a vibey room so I yeah, can facts. smoke more weed. You facts. know what I mean? Like, like it's you know, it's just it's just something that. that really consumed my life for years. You know, you, like you know what I will say. Though, so did bro? you get past that by talking to someone else, or was it something that you 
Like, nah, was she from? she was just born. You know what I mean? No, like I it was that. just really that like. I, was I mean, you guys know it was like it was a whirlwind, right? It was like boom, you know, like lock in this. It it's now lock in. By the way, you don't get nine months. It's now, you know. So it's like all right, fuck. I guess it's now, you know. That's right. Ironically enough, that's kind of like how I live my life, right? It's like oh, backs up against the wall. This is when I'm my best, you know. Like, so do you feel like talking to someone when you did talk to them was beneficial to you in your mental health journey, or do you feel like it was just something that, like, I kind of already knew it was cool to talk to somebody else, and when it came time for me to really have to act on and like put my big boy pants on, I did. But like, yeah, it, it. You know, sometimes I think therapy is cool because it's like. They might not have the answers for you, but there's somebody who can just kind of listen to you. And they're educated about They're the educated about it, but they can just listen to you kind of take the, the, the jumbled up, you know, the 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 iPhone headphones in your head and right. bring them bitches around and bring them, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, facts. Untangle them and then boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's like, a great way to put it. After, after a certain time, she knew I didn't need therapy anymore and i knew i didn't need her anymore and it was just kind of you know it was kind of one of those things where it's like i can't keep coming in here every two weeks and just telling you what the fuck i need to do without just getting to it you know what i mean like i gotta just do this was there a moment where she kind of like suggested it to you a little bit more like you know okay yeah i was just like well yeah 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 i think you got it all figured out i mean i i vividly remember one that was like I, i just talked for like an hour and 20 minutes and was just like I mean, she like didn't even get a word in basically, and I was just like, "Yeah, I just need a, I, this is this is the issue. I'm this is what's going on. This is how I'm gonna fix it. I know how to do it. I just don't really fucking want to. It's just kind of like a you know, like it's just kind of a hassle. Like, I I don't feel like I should have to do this. You know, for right. I don't even remember what it was for, in particular, but it's just like, yes, I know that I have to do this. This is why I don't want to. This is why I feel like I shouldn't have to. But in the reality, it's still got to get done. You know what I mean? It's almost like going to war. It's like, I don't really yeah. want to do that. <laughs> you know? For me, it was about the same. Like, I went through, like, kind of short spells. So, like, in the last year or so, because I felt like I needed to, just, like, thinking that I might, it might be cool. But, like, for me, it was more so of just me noticing, like, this bitch don't love me. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but I'm just a roughneck nigga, and that's just how I put it. But I'm like, long term, I'm like, I'm paying this bitch to not really care about my problems, mm-hmm. nor really have no real emotional attachment to me. So you really aren't going to care in the long span. So it's me just really just using a person that's getting paid hourly to trauma dump when I could yep. just lock in and handle that shit myself. Yep. So for me, that's really what it was. And even all of that being said, bro, everything that I've done and happened in my life, I don't I would do that shit over it the same way. Because I'm proud of who I am yeah, now. Yeah, straight up. I'm proud as fuck of who I am now. I look at myself years ago, nigga, I didn't have shit but some coke in my pocket and plans. Yeah. And anxiety. I wasn't trying to do shit but distribute what the fuck I had, do what the fuck I did, and keep it moving. A hood nigga mentality is one of the hardest things to get out of. But having a hood nigga mentality and also being book smart is two, two of the worst things in the world. Because you know what the fuck you're capable of. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers will hear me speak or, like, or just, like, Kind of just pick my brain and see that a nigga is has more extensive thoughts than what the the eye level would see. But like when you're around the environment that you're in and that shit really just 
you just eat that shit up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's cool to mm-hmm. hang out with you guys. It's yeah. cool to smoke and just chill. It's cool to walk up to the corner store with 10 bucks and get everybody together. It's yeah. cool to hit a stain, hit a lick, and we all good for a week. Yeah, It's cool to that. do this shit. I wasn't thinking about financial stability. How I wasn't did... thinking about just being a better person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Once I figured that out, which takes time and yeah. being a parent and all that shit, niggas was smooth. Bill, how did you, how did you get out of like that phase of your life? You know, coming out of high school and like you know everything that you were going through. Obviously, had to switch up basically everything. Like, how did you like? I had to like unpack it a little bit. Where <clears throat> I needed a life coach before I even needed a therapist, right? Yeah, like, I had to get my shit together. Yo, I need to eat three meals a day. I need to get eight yeah. hours of sleep. That yeah. sort of thing. Uh, just unpacking it and like stacking up the wins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Stacking the wins stacking and actually the wins accepting the wins. Yeah. Sit yeah, with the win for a minute. I day by you. day. Yeah. You kind of yeah. just have to take it day by day, you know? Yeah, bro. That was kind of me when, when like, she was first born, right? With all the, like, chaos that was going around like that. It was just like, bro, I'm just, I'm just, I'm the next 24. I feel I'm that. just trying to get through the next 24. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that shit was, a, that shit was a wild time. And, like, I, I will wake up and be like, yo, you good? What's the vibes? <laughs> I guess, swear to God, like you good, bro. What's the vibes? Just because I, I don't know what the vibes are quite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just like when you really love somebody. Like if a nigga going through some shit like that, bro, I want to be there. Yeah. Because I was in his shoes and didn't have me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I had a kid on the way and was like, yeah. oh shit. I called my grandfather when I was having uh my son, and my nigga said, "Well, I don't know what the fuck you calling me for. You already fucked your life up." That's crazy. And for me, I was just like, that's I so, cried, bro. That's so discouraging. Like, I cried <laughs> so hard because I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, I was really proud, like, yeah. to call you and shit and, like, make this shit. Like, it felt like a moment for me. Like, I, I, I've I, been a nigga that never needed a nigga for nothing. Nobody ever bought so you, my kids. you a, went into it happy. You were, like, bro, excited. I'm going to tell it to you like this, dog. Nobody even really knows this, but, like, before Jaden got here, we had a miscarriage. It was an accident. Yeah. So, I mean, I was preparing myself to be a dad in that situation. Yeah. So when Jaden was on the way, I was already halfway mentally there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. That, that's fine then. Like, okay, now this is really happening. So it yeah. was the anxiety of getting through the three tri- trimesters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting, watching not you having pop to, out. Not having to lose it Watching again. you pop out. And then when you pop out, that switch just went off for yeah, me, bro. Yeah, for sure. Popped out. I'm like, yeah. I got something to grind for. Yeah. It's, a different, it's a different setup. But for me, like, I pride myself off of not really needing niggas for shit. Because my come up was I didn't really have my dad helping my mom at a young ass age, like yeah. all that shit, bro. So like when it came to having kids, nigga, I don't even need you to buy me a diaper. I don't need a bottle. I don't mm-hmm. need none of that. I'm gonna make sure I do what the fuck I gotta do, bro. Mm-hmm. There was a certain point where I didn't really even have no cheese, but I knew enough motherfuckers to get some resources to come up on a little twenty sack for a fiend to you go to Kroger's and go steal me some diapers for my kid, bro. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that shit for my pockets. <laughs> yeah, right. Nigga, go go grab me some diapers just in case I run out of the ones that I got until I run into some more cheese. Yeah. So that shit really like when you when you move like that and it it just like came natural to me and I knew like, bro, my kids gonna be good regardless, no matter what. And their yeah. mom is great. Yeah, that's real. So like when you got your mom being great and you got me wanting to be great and gonna be great because I didn't have no two parent home. She came from a two parent household. So the the like adjusting it helps. it helps. The adjusting to like being a dad. Without having one, 
And then yeah. actually having a dad and a mom in the house and like this shit was always like a discrepancy in the early stages. Like now niggas be smooth, but like in the early stages that shit was rough because I'm like, bitch, I'm doing way more than my dad did. Yeah. But I had to really sit there and be like, nigga, that should not be the bar. You know what I'm saying? And that's interesting because I, I feel like, yeah, that's that's an interesting dynamic to think about because I just feel like it just shows me that like even like we'll look at our mental health per se. Like it's like, in that, I just feel like even you going transitioning into that was just you doing what you were already doing in life, but just at the next level where it's like maybe you already felt like you were taking care of someone as if you were a caretaker at a very young age, mm. i.e. your mom. Even if that was for your own survival as well. Yeah, own and survival like it, it, a lot of the part. Right, yeah. and then it's just like that also keys into like you being a young parent. I'm not necessarily saying anything about it. You know what I'm saying in any type of way, but it's just yeah. like it just shows how like we are very much creatures of habit, bro. It's like, sure. even if like thing we're perceiving things happening, like yeah. we yeah. will make subconscious decisions that continuously put us in positions that we're used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hell you, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even if you're traversing Man, a new situation, that speaks volumes. Like you're sure. going to put yourself in situations you're used to, which is like, for me, the reason why I asked y'all about the whole therapy thing was cause like when I went to therapy, I went to therapy at a young age, self-induced. Mm-hmm. Like I was 15 years old in therapy yeah, yeah, yeah. sessions yeah. With, with my therapist. And I feel like I don't mean to always to like to toot my own horn, but like yeah. for a long time at a very young age, I felt like intellectually I was a world beyond the kids our age. And like, I felt like a lot of times in social interactions, I got treated that way by my, our peers. I feel like yeah. there's times I remember there was kids that used to like pull me over to have conversations, but would just ask me to say something deep, quote unquote. Like, can I say something deep? Like, like it's so yeah. like, it's to that level where like yeah. I'm, I'm talking about things that no one really cares about, but they think it's yeah, smart you're, shit. You're a, well, yeah. then you become a, an object to them almost. You're like a pariah, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Like, I'm still socially apt. Like, I'm not. Yeah. It's almost like you know, like you can be somewhat not to be rude or anything, but you can be somewhat autistic in yeah. how you absorb information or For sure. shit like that. But I didn't communicate that way. Yeah, part of my anxiety, I didn't know until I was. 27 years old yeah, yeah, yeah you feel what i'm saying like well now you know what i'm saying and like yeah. mm -hmm. i felt unrespected in my home at a young age because of like how in a lot of homes like they treat children right like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a child stay in a child's place yeah but i didn't have a child's mind yeah. Yeah. so it's like i'm trying to have a discourse show with my me my respect about certain things and it's yeah. like well you can't accept it because you think i'm trying to prove you to be inept as a parent because yeah. i can have an actual adult discourse with you but I'm frustrated in trying to really actually get to the depth of communication that we need mm -hmm. to be at to really move forward mm -hmm. in a partnership, right? Yeah. Like the fact that I'm not a kid that just needs to have the reins pulled. It's more like we need to be talking about things. Hundred percent. Right? No, that's a fact, bro. And you touched on some real shit. Like for me and my mom, like we have such a weird dynamic. Like yeah. me and my mom, like I call my mom like I call y'all. Just like if some shit go I down, I'll be like, what up, nigga? Like like it's like that because my mom will tell y'all out of her own mouth, like nigga, we grew up together. Yeah. Like, for me and my mom, like, once she noticed that I was light years ahead of shit, like, when my, when I was eight years old and my mom was pregnant with my sister, I was the first one she told. Mm -hmm. I'm eight years old, bro. <laughs> I'm eight years old. And I'm the first person that you confide in. And that kind of, like, went with our whole vibe, like, growing yeah. up. And, yes, it has its cons, but it has a lot more pros because it came with some respect. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. Well, Later on, though. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it was it a lot of, like, for your issues in particular, did did the lines get a little blurry because you you had your mom and your dad who both together had a good relationship, it sounds like, but 
didn't have it work out romantically. So you had a two parent household where they were kind of on the same team, but they were also not on the same team. And you probably saw it as a, well, y'all relationship didn't work because y'all communication doesn't work. You and know, I'm sure there's deeper shit to oh, that, but I'm just sure. talking about you keep that shit on a very surface level. I can keep it surf, like quick. That's but what it's I'm just, talking it's about. It's more yeah. like the way that my dad, my parents are both from two parent households yeah. that are both Christian. Like it's kind of weird, but my dad's yeah, more yeah, immigrant yeah. parent. Like they're more new to America. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like my grandma's mm-hmm. second generation, my granddad's from Nigeria. Sure. My dad, I think, is just used to a more strict household. Yeah. My mom has a more lenient household strict because of immigration yeah, yeah, yeah. because they came from nothing gotcha and made yeah. something yeah, on yeah, the opposite yeah. end of it yeah. so it's just two trajectories to reach two of the same points mm-hmm. from yeah. different ways of doing it mm-hmm. and when it came yeah. to me my parents were locked in step yeah it's like i just knew always if my mom said something nine times out of ten my dad agreed yeah right yeah, but yeah. when it came to which where is good I, they did what they had to do right as far as that's fine and yeah. how the house needs to be going while yeah. i'm learning and coming up through my yeah, formative yeah, yeah. years they disagreed yep on certain things yep. and so that's where that discrepancy came <laughs> yeah. in but it was just more like the things that were said mm-hmm. in transition between like because you gotta think i left my i left here yeah halfway through eighth grade you yeah. were in high school yep so half we went to winter break i went yeah. to Toledo, right yeah, yeah, yeah but by time we started you started your 11th grade year in high yeah, school yeah, you bro. were back i was back here yeah, yeah yeah so it's like i was only gone for a year and a half yeah. like that to me like the way i saw it through therapy we talked about it i yeah. told her i was like she didn't really help me bro like she was like you're so good at articulating shit yeah. i literally just go home write two things down and i can help you with a tool what now was it was it you having the self-awareness of like yeah living with pops doesn't work or was it just like a situation like did he get a new job he had to leave he had to nah man it's just i think my dad never he had me and my sister yeah we went to school yeah, yeah, my yeah, sister. Yeah, he had me and my sister Shout for Elise, most yeah. of our uh like summers growing up yeah to a certain point so he had us for like three months for like yeah, yeah. the weeks mm-hmm. but he never had a full time like throughout the school year type yeah. deal and i think that the transition between <laughs> my dad living like a bachelor kind of life yeah, before of me getting there yeah. and then like at the same time trying to balance like yeah. having your son with you all the time yep. was a little bit more hard of a transition than he thought it would be Granted, yeah, i was bro. doing a, his method to his madness about yeah. like me performing better in school me doing yeah, certain yeah, yeah. Things. they were all there right yeah. like, i was performing better in school mm-hmm. i think my mom just got a little bit like she realized that like she was more lonely she was still having sure. to deal with like if i had a bad week with my dad i'm calling yeah. my mom bro like i still like and she's gonna worry go, going worrying, back to the, back to the nurturing thing you know he's living his life so yeah. it's like i think that sometimes it was just more like he would take things personal as if like she was attacking his lifestyle when she was really trying to advocate yeah. for trying for like, you. Yeah. For like you. But yeah. Speak in a, for in a you. way that didn't step on his toes to say like, yeah, I get that. I'm like, cause my mom's one of the most, like I say this like so true, right? Like yeah. I give her her flowers and this all the time. Yeah. When we were going through the litigation process of me coming back home, they went through mediation yeah. and the judge didn't actually let it go to a trial because he would, he told my parents that even though they were having a, a disagreement about my living situation yeah that he would love to be able to find a way to create a program where they could teach how to co-parent because, because of because how much of how good they, they how much they care about my future yeah that's and if fire. they've been willing to communicate up until i was in up until i was in 10th grade bro like yeah. literally two years left of high school before i'm out of yeah. your house yeah. did you have your first real disagreement yeah. about how my life and where i should be at 
happened and it yeah. was about what household i was in yeah and not because either one's a bad option right yeah right right do you see right, what i'm right. saying yeah, like, yeah, usually you have no, people fire. in here disagreeing it's a bad well, option it's, it's, it's like, going down you can't hold i mean that's here. that's really what's that's yeah. really what's missing in today's culture is two people having the self-awareness to say all right you know what romantically this didn't work out but we we made a child together oh, and that we, should be and so we, crazy and we you know like we have we have a little one together and we have to just be lock and step no matter what. Man. You know what I mean? Like Nikki and I have talked about that a ton last year of like, you know, if we don't make it romantically, you know, there's got to be an expectation here because, and, yeah. you know, and, and that's like, it's so taboo too. Like motherfuckers really be like, you, you cool with your baby moms? Like, bro, your baby moms is supposed to draw me. Gotta be. Family, I gotta be. Bitch, we have, we have kids, kids together. together. Yeah, like I don't give a fuck what the fuck the past and, and, was. And you gotta more, get over that shit. And, yeah, and it's like the more I help you, the more you help me. Like the this is we, gonna be a way easier process. I don't even need you to help me. Fuck you helping me. Fuck me helping you. We this about them. I don't need no help at all. That's no, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. No, like, like when it comes to the kids. Yeah, I, like, I do want to say this. I probably missed the opportunity to plug this, but it's kind of crazy because I actually think by y'all saying that, like I think about it. Mm-hmm. I think a big key contributor to me having such a strong mental palate mm-hmm. is just because of how my parents yeah. have been able to traverse yeah. showing me a relationship yeah. without it being traumatizing. Like, Grant, that was some tough times. Like, But if I think oh, about yeah. it in the grand scheme of things, the things that people really go through in those type of situations, yeah. not really that bad. It's not like nobody said they didn't love me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, there, was well, no, there was no showings of that, so I didn't yeah. feel neglected. Yep. And I'll say that even now, I say I missed a moment because, like, now my dad is actually a men, men's mental health yeah. advocate Word. in Houston. That's a, part, a big part of what he does for work. Fire. And it's like... Shut up, Pops. He's a social worker, too. So it's like he's always kind of had those skills. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whether or not he always exercised them <laughs> yeah, right. in the moment, yeah. right? Like, he yeah. has the awareness. It's more passionate with you. Well, it's just like he just had the awareness to be able yeah. to, like... yeah. Uh, later on in life, be able to start to come to terms and be transparent about sure. the things that maybe even he neglected to help other people yeah. through his experience. And we have that type of open dialogue where, you know, me and my dad may not talk about the things, yeah, but we've come to terms with like, we can concede things to each other sure. that we maybe wouldn't have in the past yeah. because of how bullheaded we yeah. are. So it's yeah. like, yeah. I Same. can tell him what? like, Yo, me and my everything pops. that you were teaching me that I was like kind of rebelling against that made all this shit kind of snowball mm-hmm. and happen that mm-hmm. I endured mm-hmm. as trauma. And then inversely, you endured too from a different yeah. angle. Because like, you got to watch the shit You happen. were right. Yeah. No, but you were right. Like, yeah, I, we yeah. wouldn't make it a right or wrong thing. No one was right or like, it's not yeah. a wrong thing, but yeah. you had a point. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then like later on in life, my dad showing me like, cause I took care of my granddad and shit mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. when he passed. Yeah. Lead up to that. And just my dad giving me that kind of nod as a man to let me know like, you're so strong mentally to mm-hmm. be able to do things that I don't think that even I could do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Fire. And it's like, that's type of those validation points, those, those sure. proverbial hugs that you need sure. where it's like, niggas don't understand how important I that shit is, bro. We yeah. see each other. Yeah. That's all it is, bro. Right. What I think what's dope about your parents and like what you've told us over the last, you know, 10, 15 minutes is like, you know, I came from a two parent household and that's pretty much all I know as far as like right. a lot of my, you know, at least coming up, there was not the everybody had two parent households as far right. as my my family you know right. all my 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 dad's siblings are all still married to their mm-hmm. you know for the for the most part are all still married you know a couple divorces here and there but when we were coming up as kids ah, pretty yeah. much everybody was still married to their first spouse and you know mm-hmm. had kids together and everything yada 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 so that's that's always what i knew right and that's all i can all i can really look to 
where, you know, it sounds like you have a totally different perspective, but you also have a different life lesson as far as like, if you were to knock somebody up and maybe it didn't work out romantically, you would have the tools to know how to make it, make it happen. Yeah, oh, facts, for sure. Facts. You know what yeah. I mean? Be like, yeah, well, my parents did this too. You know, you, you, you know, in the back of your head, ah, it'll be okay. You know what I mean? It, it'll be okay. I had a random old nigga one day, bro. We was just talking. I forgot what family member's house I was at. And uh, Jaden wasn't here yet. And I was I was like, I think he was, I think Daniel was like eight, nine months pregnant. Okay. And this old nigga looked at me. He said, you got a kid on the way, don't you? I was like, yeah. He said, how long you been with your baby moms? And at the time, it'd been like five years, maybe like yeah. five, six years. We were together for a while. And he said, oh, man, she either going to be a hindrance or a blessing to your life. And he walked away. And Damn. I was just like. Yeah. Fuck is he talking about? But now, like every time, like anything in life happens, like with my kids or with them, like that shit plays in my head because he's right. Yeah, like bro, I could have went about being a dad a completely different way. Yeah, for sure. I could have just you. been a, a tender dick ass nigga and been upset that I'm not with a motherfucker and let that shit take that shit on my kids or mm-hmm. even half ass do this shit because of what I did, and that mm-hmm. would have been the hindrance. Yeah, but now niggas just ping pong shit off each other. Send her some money yesterday. She's like, you she like be, good looking, bro. That book sale just kicked my ass. You got to be willing to communicate. Like, shit like that, bro. You, you got to be willing to put you your feelings aside. 100%. A big battle in that in the in the whole co-parenting shit is the feelings got to go to the left, bro. Yeah. That shit don't matter. And it's I, easier said than done. I think that's what, like, you definitely deserve your flowers. And Danielle deserves her flowers for the relationship you guys have. Because I've, you know, I've been... Locked in with you, I know that there's been days where you're ready to kill her and she's yeah. ready to kill you. And yeah, man, I swear to God, I hate that bitch. Yeah, but then it's bro. like, in reality, like you talk more highly about her than I'd that I've ever heard you talk negatively about her. But you know what's crazy though, and you know why? Because of how like when it comes to like feminine, like nurturing mm-hmm. with like kids yeah. and like no, you the trust system her, you trust her with your all that shit, yeah. bro. I would not have kids with nobody yeah, else. Yeah, like, I feel that. Like, I, like bro, when it comes it. to, like, all that shit, when yeah. it comes to little shit, like, you got it. Like, yeah, yeah, it does suck having to, like, split time with my kids. Like, yeah. I, I miss not taking my kids to school sure. every day in the morning. Like, I wake up some days and, like, drop a couple tears about this shit, sure. bro, because of me striving to want to be more. Yeah. But it sucks but for her, too. shit that it can't, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, of course. that's a two-way street. And we do a good job of splitting time. Yeah, we do yeah, it yeah. every week. That shit is fine. Like, yeah. shit damn near 50-50. You know what I'm saying? But, like... When it comes to that, like, I don't ever worry about my kids. No, I never be really worried. Like, yeah, you trust her. I know who I know who their mama is. That's a grinding motherfucker. That's yeah. a solid motherfucker. Yeah. She gonna get her money. She gonna do what she got to do. Is yeah. she really gonna start well, fuck out the Ironically, world? it sounds a lot like your parents. You know what I mean? Like their situation sounds a lot like what you grew up with. And I don't. And it even with that. my kids, it's like it is that pretty in the in the basis of it all. Yeah. Pretty. And as a black kid, and I feel like well, you probably don't because your mom and your dad like yeah. y'all had a good relationship. But for me, like. It was always me hearing like how my dad's not shit, how my dad's not yeah, this, yeah. and like, and it wasn't like even I wouldn't even say that it was my mom just being like hateful, but she's probably just yeah. upset that all of this weight is on her shoulders yeah. and this nigga's not helping right yeah, now. And me so. and my dad kind of like had to like grow and get a relationship yeah. because I resented him a lot because of moments like how you said, bro, like moments of you being like, no, nah, like I see you, my nigga, yeah. like, bro, just like nigga, I get my first basket in the AAU game, I look up in the stands, nigga, my mom at work, bro, yeah. I don't want to play sports no more now, nigga. There's nobody up there. Yeah, no, for sure. There's nobody up there. Well, I I mean... Get good grades at school. Yeah. Mom, like, good shit. 
Yeah. No other validation. It's, it's important though, bro. Like it's you know, do shit as there's, a man. There's always no validation. There's always ups and downs, but like even like Bill, the first time I met your mom, like your dad introduced me to her, and like they were like it's like they were old homies. Like, and I know they're not together anymore, but it was like they yeah. she was he was like let me introduce you to like one Civil. of my best friends. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I have literally it was it was fire because it's like, like, like yeah, like, I've been to a local event, bro. Like I've just been to a local event, nigga, and like. <laughs> the shit was hilarious, but it was like a skating event for somebody. And I walk in, I'm with my niggas, you know, got a yeah, little fit on, trying yeah. to show up. All of a sudden, I hear, baby, daddy. I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> this nigga to be you. I kicked it with her the whole damn time. That's just so chilling. Like, that's really what, that was really yeah. one of my niggas. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like, that shit was just, oh, okay. I really yeah. know somebody here. Yeah, that's fact. We locked in. Come on. Bro, so thank go. God you're here. Where's our kids at? <laughs> right. facts. Like, wait, hold on. Facts, nigga. Where the are fuck? the kids, bro? Yeah. But yeah, like the shit just be cool. Like, yeah. and I and I always respect relationships like that. Cause yeah, like yeah. I didn't get that validation from my dad. Yeah. I told my son he's great every day. You feel me? Well, my dad, I didn't get that I'm great until I was grown, damn near. But mm-hmm. it was just cause like I kind of feel for him though, cause like where do you start when like tough. when you have a teenage kid and like my mama only call you cause I'm doing bad shit yeah. and you come in the house like nigga you need to get right I'm like yeah fuck out of here yeah no somebody get their no. fucking mans yeah right and that's really just what it was yeah. and I, it was just me being hot headed as a kid and he probably uncomfortable coming in this situation cause he probably knows that I have my own mind yeah right. like bro I don't help this nigga pay I don't help my mama pay bills in this bitch I don't help put groceries in this bitch and you gonna come here and tell me to do something yeah nigga fuck you I don't respect you I, I don't I, and it was just like a resentment that you really I, have to get rid of how can you tell me shit if I don't respect you and it was just like something that you have to get rid of as a man yeah. as a I feel like the one thing I wish I would have been receptive to also is like my uncle that passed away. Like that's real. My uncle was uh he wasn't I I don't really want to say he didn't accomplish much in life because he's very important to a lot of people, but like he was the uncle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nigga, you at my you at your little sister house living there and like, on paper for, it was just there. For for my most part, like I would always hear her in the streets, like this nigga was like the greatest athlete I've ever seen, like yeah. all American all type shit. Same with my granddad and shit, but like my other granddad, that's a long story. Yeah. But my uncle used to always try to give me advice and I was just so fucking hot-headed yeah. and touched a little bit of cheese as a kid. Yeah. So this nigga talking to me like... What you gonna tell me about life? I'm like, nigga... Broke ass. I'm like, nigga, you on my grandma couch telling yeah, me what right. the fuck... And not even thinking like, yeah. bro, this nigga has been through it. Listen to everything he's telling you yeah. so you don't do that. So you don't, Yeah, that's the that's the thing you don't so, understand as a kid is like... I didn't get that. Bro's like, trying to give you games so you don't end up on the couch me like, like him. Hey, do this him instead. Him coming to the room Facts. like... Him coming to the room like, the hey, nigga... Him coming to the room like, hey, nigga, come, uh, come, come help me motherfucking shovel this snow. I'm like, did my grandma tell you to do that? <laughs> Fuck out my face. Like, like for real, I'm yeah. in the room playing the game. Like, I'm chilling. I'm in through a 20 at him. So here you go. <laughs> no, nah, but like, for real, I used here. to be like, I'm playing nigga, Madden, what the pussy. Fu-? But like yeah. now I really get it because it's like nigga, certain shit as a man, like that nigga was really just trying to make sure I knew how to do certain shit as a yeah. man, bro. I feel that. I feel and that. it was just like I, when he passed, that's what hurt me the most because it yeah. really all smacked me at one time. I'm like, damn. This nigga was really just trying to make sure I was good. Yeah. Like, he was really just trying to make sure a nigga was smooth, how he could. Yeah. Like, I, as a kid, you see this nigga, like, he's one of the only adults I don't know, like, without a vehicle. Like, he's just riding around on the bus and shit. Like, yeah. he a downtown nigga. Like, I see him, I seen him downtown myself, like, high school, getting off the bus and shit. But it's like, so I didn't so, really have that respect. Yeah. But it's like, I will, I will take any advice from any nigga now. You know what I'm saying? Just, I won't say any nigga, but if I see that you've been through something, I will take the advice from you. Yeah. 
If there's a cool ass homeless nigga that want to chop it up, I might sit and talk to dog. <laughs> Cause you done seen some shit, my nigga. You out yeah, here, right? How do I not do this? You're you're out here. What did you do? That what? nigga don't know. <laughs> nah, <facts. laughs> that nigga said chicken nugget. <laughs> ah, you know, falls on your feet. I got addicted blood. to meth when Damn. I was twelve. Hey, hold on, hold on. My nigga Bill just fucked me up, bro. Because I was about to say, what time are we at? Yeah, we're at. And a, this nigga got the time looking at me. I, you trying to limit your words, nigga? I see yeah. every episode. Yeah, Bill's, Bill's yeah. locked in this over nigga, there on the switcher. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. I yeah. feel like the world's gonna appreciate this because we're very transparent yeah. about everything. One hundred percent. I just want to say, not to get it twisted, this is something we all work on every day. Oh, for sure. It's an ever growing project, right. and uh, do what works for you. You know, can't can't compare recipes. Say but, that. Uh, say that. Can't compare recipes, bro. Yeah. You can't so. cook in another nigga pan, bro. Nope. Sure can. Nah, y'all walk dirty anyway. <laughs> and your nails dirty, nigga. Clean your nails up. Yeah. Dirty nailed ass niggas. 